six pack lapidat, and I am accompanied by a gentleman named Paul Marinzan. How you doing, kind sir? Doing well. Doing well, sir. That was a weird intro for me, though. Can we redo that? Just kidding. Like, I don't like the way that sounded. I don't like the way my voice sounded there. I put too much emphasis on doing yeah. well. It's a type of. I came off as eager. You came off a little too eager with the doing well. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about some of the showdowns coming up. Um, we got Russell on uh, on today's show, and um, Russell's always in the middle of, uh, of some showdowns. I like, well, I say always in the middle of some showdowns because U.S. Raw Nationals eighty three kilo is like a shark tank, um, and then at the World Championship, uh, you got Brett, but now we got Ulan, and you got Hubbard, and we got Hubbard. You can't count out Hubbard. No, you slip up, he's there. Yeah, he's getting closer and closer to that eight hundred kilo total as well. He's he's a consummate podium finisher now. In 2016, he hit the podium. And um, 2018 in Calgary, he hit the podium again. And then the juniors, 2015, he won it. He won it all. Yeah. So, like, he's... He'll hit the podium. He's world class. Yeah, and he's nominated third. So, I mean... Now, well, with that, though... I realize Ulan that... has a 750, and that's bullshit. Yeah. Don't believe that totally. No, he's hit a 795. Yeah. And, and won the world championships. I am interested in seeing when we sprinkle in... Uh, Ulan in there because he's got a big dead and he's capable of I think like he's five kilo away from the 800s he could go into the 800s yes. Russell and Brett need to keep an eye on on the lifter from, from Kazakhstan you don't gotta tell Brett and Russell hasn't tasted it yet but he is a bit of a wild card there and then you have Hubbard this this should be um, as, as good as the showdown was last year having a deeper division and more people to worry about. Like if you miss, it's one thing you miss a squat. Oh shit, I'm falling behind. Even Brett, you know, he, he's faced Ulan and lost head to head. Yep. You can't miss too I much. Mean, I don't think history is going to repeat itself there. I don't see Brett it's... dipping below 800 kilo total again, but fuck me. Yeah. I don't, let's look at, I don't see Brett dipping below 800 kilo again, but I could see Ulan rising above 800 kilos. The problem. You know, I say problem. I mean problem for other people, not for yeah. Ulan, obviously, or if you're a Kazakhstan fan. No, I think it's realistic to say this time you're looking at a, you're looking at a podium that's going to be all 800 kilo plus totals. Could easily be, which is the first time ever we will have seen that. Yeah. Um, and now, then to be honest, you could be looking at a total of 800 being outside a podium this time. Yeah. Well, so Hubbard, uh, he had said that it's within reach. He's late 700s routinely. In that area into the late 700s, getting closer and closer to 800 kilo. Um, I don't know if we'll see someone outside the podium hit 800. I got to think 800 is going to get you on the podium. Like that would be very, everybody's all systems firing. But it is close enough at this point. I mean, Russell posting shit like 710 for a squat and 720 for a deadlift and missing 765 pounds, which is 347.5 kilo about an inch from lockout, is absolutely, I don't know where he's going to end yeah. up. Like his, yes, I understand his bench press is behind Brett's, but. It's not that far behind though. Like If hit, he could, he's in the 400 yeah, somewhere. he's hit 200 kilo, like 440 now. 440. Gym, so. If he pulls anywhere around 750 to 7 whatever, if he gets it, all bets are off. You know, if he could keep that squat. Yeah, no, I think this is going to be a battle for the ages. I think this is going to 
you know, it's going to be like Hack Gibbs 2.0 yeah. in terms of hype. Yeah. And then um, and then you have Ulan, which nobody knows. Like, is, does he post on Instagram? No idea. Like, he's he's flies on the radar. Yep. I didn't see him coming in Minx, Belarus. And this year, I have no idea what he's bringing to the table. I have no idea if he's on pace for an 825. I have no idea where, where he's at. And he could be. If he hit 795 two years ago, it is completely reasonable to say he could have a 720 now. Yeah, 100% no, 100% reasonable. reasonable. Five, and that is five scary as fuck. Five kilos in two years is not. Well, no, it'd be like he hit 795. I'm saying if he hit at 820 now. Oh, sorry. 25 kilos. For some reason, I was on 800. You hit yeah. 800, yeah. yeah. He could easily be an 800 somewhere. Yeah. And if that's the case, all he needs is Brett to miss a lift. You know, people start missing lifts. Brett had the perfect day last time. He went nine for nine. And he was just fucking on fire. Yeah. But... You never, very rarely do you have someone hit on fire worlds after worlds and just hit nine for nine like that over yeah. and over again. Yeah, there's a reason why you dub people, like guys like Gladkick. Yeah. They're perfect after doing it two years in a row because it's unheard of. It is because you get most, pushed. At the most world lifters level. go their entire lifting career without a nine for nine performance. Yeah. That's the, and, and let if alone. You're, if you're pushing yourself at yeah. all. And, and with this kind of competition, you're getting pushed. Yeah. You're getting pushed. Um, so. Yeah, this it's one it's one of the deepest divisions, and I honestly I'm not just trying to overhype. I honestly believe it's it's better than it was the uh, the year before as well. And uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this is uh, Game of Thrones night. Yep, final episode ever of this part of the series. Anyways, they've already announced obviously that they're doing a spinoff. And what is the spinoff now? So you're saying what I read was, and I saw. I'm trying to remember where I read this about and whether it was like an official HBO source or whatever, but it's the title's like Blood Moon, I think. And it's a spinoff following uh, the Ned Stark, Robert Baratheon years, which I mean, I'm a, if that's the case and that's actually official, hopefully somebody that's listening to this can actually, you know, comment and yeah, yeah. point some sources out. But I'm excited if that's the case. And this is before Baratheon got yeah. fat. This is before like this is Ned Stark. And yeah, he's like, like they're young men in their prime. Young men. I mean, A, it's exciting because you're actually going to get to see Ned Stark for more than nine episodes, which... Yeah. Everyone loves Which, Ned pretty Stark. cool. Yeah. You're going to get to see Robert Baratheon when he looks like he was like Gendry, you know, running around cracking heads with a hammer. It's going to be weird. And like Cersei is young as fuck. Yeah. But it, like, is Cersei... How much younger is Cersei than those guys? Is she like a teen at the time? You would think she's got to be like a teen. Or are those guys like... Because I think Ned was like 50... Is he like 30 and she's in her 20s? That's a good question, actually. I don't know like, the timeline on this. In my... Jamie's 40 when he died. At that point when he's Kingslayer, he could be 25. Yeah, I think Jamie is in his early 20s. So since him and Cersei are twins, we're going to say that Cersei's... So they're around. Re- realistically in her 20s. So then who's playing Tyrion? There isn't a lot of dwarf who's actors play, who are as good Tyrion? as Peter Dinklage. I was going to say, still Peter Dinklage. I'm like, like honestly, how many fucking dwarfs out there who are like A-list actors that can act like Peter Dinklage? I, that dude what? can act I, his I, ass I, off. I still honestly would be surprised if they just put some younger looking makeup on him and still threw Peter Dinklage out there. He was so loved in that role as Tyrion. And I'm not, not even trying to be funny, no, but think of like, how many fucking, how many A-list that good actors or dwarfs that could do that. There's not a shitload of people out there no. like that. There isn't. If, and, and Peter Dinklage, this made his career. Yeah. There isn't a lot of roles for you. 
No, no, okay. Here's here's half the reason why there isn't a lot of actors who can pull that off. Because there isn't going to be a lot of actors who can actually make a living off of it. Peter Dinklage now made a living because he got this. Without Game of Thrones, he would need a day job or something. Or like, or, 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 or if he still wouldn't... It's just not... How do you work your fucking craft when you're only getting like movies where you're Santa's elf? Yeah. Is that false? I just I heard myself say, say, that sounds rough. It sounds that, rough. That was, I was going to say, just because he was in the movie Elf doesn't mean he was playing Santa's elf. But, Will Ferrell may have mistaken him for an elf. But you know what I'm saying where... Um, yeah. It's just how, like, honestly, what kind of range of acting gigs do you get? So how do you flex your yeah, acting infor- muscles? Unfortunately, there's a pretty small amount of roles that are going to be... Wow. Oh, no, wow. No, I did not mean it like... Wow. Well, wow. And on that note... And... KOTL 25. Speaking of small (laughs) amounts, if you want to save money. Uh, Jesus. Wow. But um, it's it's like, honestly, that's probably the hardest one to cast, man. Yeah. It's way specific. And you look, you look for, when you look at someone's resume, when we're putting you on a massive show like this, what's your resume? What kind of a fucking resume can you have? How many fucking lead roles do you have? You're not playing Hamlet. But like so, that would, you well, know. Think about like other like dwarf actors, like Warwick Davis. What did he? What was he famous for? Playing uh, Wicket in Star Wars. I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. Warwick Davis, another famous. He was another famous actor, like dwarf actor from back in like the '80s, early '90s. Hmm. But all his roles were playing things like I said, like Wicket, the uh, Ewok, in Star <laughs> Wars. Like, there's not that many roles, I would think. It, like. Not to be too dismissive, but no. playing an Ewok. What I mean, kind of acting does that take? You fucking throw in a suit. Like, what's I his mean, acting range for playing an Ewok? He had his. Uh, he had. His Were you a fan of his? I, I, grew, up, <laughs> I grew up idolizing him. Because <laughs> why do you the, know the guy? Played, you, the guy played Willow. How do you know the guy who was in an Ewok costume? Because I was obsessed with Willow. That, okay, that movie was. must have been. Yeah. Because, yeah, there was... He could have put 30 children in Ewok costumes. They probably did. And yeah. Warwick Davis. And then, and then the mean, dude who played that... Mini-Me. You know, oh, yeah. You know he killed himself. That's how that story ends. Did you know he killed himself? Wow. Yeah. I did not, actually. Yeah, he killed himself. But, um... There was also Tiny Man. Uh, Jackass. From Jackass, yeah. yeah. What the fuck is his name? Tiny Man or Wee Man? Wee Man. Yeah, Wee Man. But, um... Yeah, there isn't a lot no. of, of range there. Peter Dinklage hit pay dirt when this came around. And he is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. This was a once-in-a-lifetime role. And I say that now that it's done, God knows what he's going to do. It's not you. It's, what, is he going to have a summer blockbuster or all that? Like, what kind of roles are flying around for him? There can't be that many. I'm sure something will come around. I was serious when I actually said, like, I honestly hope that they bring him back to play Tyrion again. I, you know what? Could they? He looked young enough in the early seasons, and I realized that was 11 years ago, which is just... Because he doesn't look the same age dude. as uh, the girl who plays Cersei. What's no. her name? Headley? Lena Headley. Lena Headley. He doesn't look the same age as her, but we just let it slide because yeah. fuck it. Well, I mean, yeah, and you let certain things slide. Like fucking Sandor looks 30 years older than his brother, Half-Thor, in the, movie, in the show. Does he? In my opinion, Half-Thor looks young. Like, you can tell Half-Thor's in his early 30s. He doesn't look like the Hound's older brother like he's supposed to. Yeah. I mean, he also looked like Zombie Varus, but... Yeah. That's another. Um, yeah, but so some things you do let slide. I, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, yeah. if they brought him back. 
Could they make him look early 20s? I mean, I don't see why not. With makeup? It probably takes some CGI and some yeah. shit. It's doable. Because I honestly don't know how the hell you're going to fill that role. Listen, in this day and age, they can bring back, they can make Paul Walker's brother look like Paul Walker. Or they can bring back Tupac in movies. Like, they can, they can make Peter Dinklage look younger with CGI. Fair enough. Now, how about the younger versions of, like, Cersei, Ned... Here's the problem. Whenever you want to bring in a younger version like Han Solo, we keep going back. We're the biggest nerds in the world. We keep talking about Star Wars. And I know, and those. I don't know. But, but anyways. It, well, it probably because we're at the very tail end of that, Game of Thrones. And Star Wars is all the rage right now because Disney's releasing a movie every like six months now. But Han Solo, when they did the movie Solo and they went back in his timeline, you got a guy like Harrison Ford who played it. You're under a lot of scrutiny. It's, it's hard to do... This is what Ned Stark is younger. This is what Cersei looks like younger. And someone plays it. A lot of people like, that's how they are younger? But interestingly enough, think about Game of Thrones. They already had an actor play young Ned Stark. Do they bring him back? Oh, he played Ned Stark for like five minutes. Still. No, they don't bring him back. You really got to cast that problem. Oh, yeah. I don't think the amount of casting they gave for the previous role. Did you know the mountain... You know, Half Thor wasn't the original Mountain. No, there's, the Mountain there is season. Three, there was three actors that would play the Mountain. Yeah, even, and all the other guys were throwaways. Even better though, the guy that played the Mountain the second time—I can't remember. I think it's Ian White. He didn't leave the show, eh? Oh, really? You know what he played afterwards? No, the fucking Giants. Did he? Yeah. He was. Well, like, how fucking tall is this guy? Seven foot something. And he he's... was the tallest of the mountains. He played all the Giants in the show. But the Giants in the show are like 15 feet tall, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, again, CGI. So why do they, they even made... need a guy who's 7 feet tall if you're going to make him 15 anyways? Well, maybe they like the guy. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I guess like, yeah. And if he's being put next to some smaller, like some shorter actors or whatever, it's still going to look like he's huge. Yeah, yeah. Throw him on stilts, he looks even bigger. Hmm. Anyways. I it just is... found that pretty interesting that they replaced the mountain with another actor to have the mountain still in the show. Because um, it is interesting when you watch the old seasons, you'll see the mountain, they'll refer to him. And you're like, that's the mountain? Yeah. And he looks way different. When he chopped you know Thorson's what? head I off. was going to say, like, no disrespect to Half Thor. I liked the original actor. Which one? The one that chopped the head off of... Uh, really? Why? I don't know. He just looked the part to me. Half Thor looked too babyface in a way until... I mean, it didn't really matter, I guess, because his head was in a helmet for 90% yeah. of the show. Yeah, but Half Thor is absolutely massive. Yeah. And there's something about it being Half Thor that helped. And I think it just goes back to that scene. I don't know. I just... That whole... That whole scene with the mountain versus Sandor in the early seasons yeah, just cemented that he was the type of guy that would, you know, be carrying out execution missions to me. Yeah. Yeah, fair he enough. Had, he had the look. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. But it's all coming to a fucking end tonight. And then yep. we got to wait for the spinoffs. God knows what's going to happen to those spinoffs, man. You know, talking about spinoff shows, fucking one of the ones that actually succeeded that was beyond the original. Everyone knows the show Cheers. And, uh... Yep. Frasier yep, actually sure. outlasted Cheers. It was a bigger show. Did you yep. know it went 13 seasons? More than Cheers. Not 13 seasons, more than Cheers, say, but 13, 13 seasons, more? which is more than Cheers. <laughs> yeah, man. And so spinoffs sometimes aren't the, you know, few shows like God knows Walking Dead had spinoffs that just didn't last. Yeah. And and usually they don't last like that. But as a Game of Thrones guy, I hope it, I hope they live. I hope it does, yeah. Just because there's so much more of that. Like, again. Big Game of Thrones fan, obviously, considering we don't stop talking about it. So. Yeah. yeah. But there's just so much more in that whole like realm and world or whatever you want to call it yeah. that I'm still curious about hearing about. Yeah. 
No, n- yeah, I gotta agree, my friend. So um, let me before we call Russell, I gotta plug uh, FusionBodybuilding.com. Do not pay full price. You know what I posted? Some I posted the the promo code on the Instagram, and somebody was like, "This fucking guy, why is he? Who doesn't go to a supplement store? Like, why would we? Why would we use your? But someone said, I swear to God, someone said, "Why would we use your promo code? We can go to a supplement store because fuckhead." It can be dropped off at your house yeah. for 25% off. Who the fuck would prefer to drive and have to talk to somebody, gross, have to leave your house, gross, gross. and pay full price? Listen, I'm not, if I can do something without putting on pants, I'm doing it without putting on pants. I'm watching you doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, it's warmer here in Canada now. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. But, yeah, why Why would you use a promo code? Because they'll drop it off yeah, to your house for 25% off. I don't want to go to my way to buy something. It's, look at Fusion supplements are in every single supplement store. So if you go into a supplement store, it's the exact, they're, they're in Walmarts, they're everywhere. Yeah. You go into a supplement store, you're buying the exact same supplements. Get 25% off and have it dropped off at your damn yeah. house. It's the same reason why I order pizza online and have it dropped off my house. Because I don't want to talk to people. Like let's, That's right. Yeah, and you want to order that shit? Yeah, naked. Well, they're usually drunk too. <laughs> yeah, and then and the delivery guys appreciates that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> believe me, he appreciates it. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, so go to fusionmuscle.com and use promo code KOTL twenty five get twenty five percent off your supplements, and they got everything you need. Without further ado, let's get the eighty three kilo squat phenom. And U.S. World Team member Russell Orhe on the line, and we got eighty-three kilo kingpin <laughs> Russell Orhe. How you doing, my friend? What's up, man? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. So, um, I wanted to pick up. So last time, when was the last time we chatted? Was it? It was. And we've talked since the U.S. Raw Nationals. No, we haven't. I, yeah, that was the last time we talked, actually. So U.S. Raw Nationals. Yeah. And have we talked since the last IPF World Championships as well? I don't. I think maybe so. So, so we we talked. Okay, we talked uh, before IPF World, and then we talked after Raw Nationals last year. So yeah. we talked after IPF World last year. Yeah. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's catch up because it's been a hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. I know, right? It's, um, been, a, it's been a while. So IPF Worlds is crazy. Uh, Calgary was nuts. Um, you and Brett went toe-to-toe in squats just like everyone thought, um, passed mm. around. Like, you know it's going to be good when you guys pass around the world record for squat. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> yeah. it, it, was, it was entertaining. Um, so what were your thoughts leading in there? Because we noticed, like, your squat was obviously on the money, broke a world record, can't be mad at that. Um, bench was, was improving. And then you hadn't said anything previously because you, do, you didn't want to make any excuses, but you're dealing with some back issues. Am I not right with the deadlift? It was, yeah, it wasn't all yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was dealing with that leading into the meet. But like, my thoughts before the meet, I and like people close to me could always like they they could vouch for me when I said this. Um, I would always say he is by far the strongest, the, the stronger lifter. Like Brett, like if Brett's on, I can't do nothing about that. Like there's nothing at this point in my training where I was at. I was like, I can't do anything with that. So. My thing was to uh, press him on the squats. You know, maybe make him miss the squat, make him uh, just feel uncomfortable, if anything. But if that didn't happen, which he executed perfectly, I noticed, like, every attempt I did, he matched it or just put a little bit on it. And when I saw his second, I was like, 
This might be a wrap. <laughs> this might be over, man. Like, I can't, I can't lie. I can't lie. Yeah. So, um, and it's funny that, it's funny because, like, leading, the, the prep that I had leading into Worlds wasn't even, like, that impressive for me. Like, I was, I was, uh, I wasn't that satisfied with the way training was going. But at the same time, like, as a competitor, I'm still going to have that confidence and, like, that swagger leading into a meet. Like, I just can't let that go. Yeah. Um, so, I just knew, like, if I was going to have a shot, it was going to be more so about him messing up and then me kind of coming through and, like, trying to make something happen. But I knew, like, I knew leading into that meet, I was like, there, there's nothing that can be done if he's on. And here's, just impossible. And here's the thing, like, and that shit happens. Because we, you know, you know, you're a sports fan. Um, people mm-hmm. have off days. Teams have off days. Like, so yeah. you're right to be like, look, it, um, I might not be 100. And where I'm at mm-hmm. right now, if I am 100 and this guy's 100, he still might be the favorite. But damn, yeah. if like the year before, he didn't even hit an 800 kilo total himself. Like shit happens. Mm-hmm. We're all human. So um, yeah. you never know until it plays out. And I remember mm-hmm. um, during it commentating when you guys were tossing around back and forth that that world record squat. Like that was a heated squad event like it was entertaining as shit he mm. came back just half a kilo more and matched it and you guys were smashing some world records there like you put on the show nonetheless which everybody wanted uh-huh. um so was it leading into like i did notice we've seen a lot of bench squat videos but whereabouts did did you did the dead start falling off and you started taking an injury there because you Man, pulled, it, you pulled way more than that you no, pulled way <laughs> as soon as you were deading and i seen the weight i was like I, I know I've seen Russell pull way more than this. Like, I've I seen you pull yeah. 700. I was like, oh, shit, this is something happened. Yeah, so uh, I did the Arnold. Um, I'm pretty sure Arnold wasn't too bad. Oh, no, leading into the Arnold, actually, I had suffered uh, an injury. Like, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I was able to recover from it and put up a respectable deadlift at the Arnold. I think I, man, I think it was like 683 or something like that, or 689. I can't remember exactly. But, uh. Yeah, the Arnold, that's where it kind of started happening, like these reoccurrence with the injuries. And then leading into Worlds, it happened again. I was just like, damn. Like, I, I, like I, there was a point where I was like, man, do I even like, still compete? So I, took, I think I, I think that was the prep that I took a couple weeks off from deadlifting just in general and uh, came back to it. And I just remember, like, man, there's some days I'd be in the gym and I'm, I'm pulling. And, like, it would, it would be like 600 or like 5, 585 pounds. So that's like sixth place. Um, or five, it would be five eighty four, right? Two hundred sixty five kilos, and I'll pull it, and it's just like it's, it's like moving really, really slow. Like that would be my <laughs> single for the day. Like that would legit be my yeah, single for the day. And I'd like, I'd sit there and I'll just contemplate life. Like I'd sit there for thirty <laughs> minutes, just thinking, I'm like, man, who like, you're the rest of this. Yeah. So you're like, I yeah. don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> exactly. I'm just I'm maybe, sitting there. I'm like, damn. Like maybe, this is gonna be a rough meet. Like I don't even know if I should do it. Blah blah blah. So. Um, it's funny that you said you didn't, you didn't know I was dealing with nothing. Like that whole prep was just, <laughs> it was kind of, for Delic at least, it was miserable. It was miserable. It, it's interesting. So you said, cause we've seen some like high level guys take an injury and pull out. And it's a bit of a question of like, when do you make the decision to pull? Because you lifted mm-hmm. any, you lifted anyways. And, um, mm-hmm. you took a look, look at you broke a world record. You got a silver medal in the IPF world championships and you put on a hell of a show. No one's going to forget this. Um, looking back, A, are you like, okay, I made the right decision in showing up? And then B, when do you think you, you pull out? At what point is it, this is, this isn't my 100% and I, and I, and I think I'm not doing myself any favors by showing up, but sometimes, fuck you, like, sometimes I have the view when I look at these things, 
Life is short, and you don't know when these windows of opportunity come and go. You just don't know if next year is going to come around and something even worse is going to happen, and this might have been your chance to to show up. So I'm the the guy that, like, fuck, I'm almost like, just show up and and see what happens. Like, what what, what do you decide? So so my whole thing was I try to be an example for other people. Um, I I did talk about it on my YouTube channel, but it wasn't something that I was, like, hearkening on too long. I was just like, hey, guys, like, I am dealing with this, but at the same time, it's like, you know, am I going to be a bitch about it or I'm going to, you know, continue to try and, like, recover and uh, do this meet that I've already signed up and committed myself to. Um, It wasn't something to where that's going to, like, just, like, if I deadlifted, it would just over, uh, it just make the injury worse. Like, it wasn't that type of injury, but it definitely did play a role in me not being able to pull as much as I should have been able to pull. But at the same time, it was more so just like a, a pain tolerance thing. It's like if I can go through it and like, you know, just kind of like grit my teeth and show up, something might happen. It's kind of like in sports where, you know, should have Michael, should, should Michael Jordan just said no to, you know, doing that flu game, right, where he had like a temperature or whatever and he still played. Like any normal person would be like, bro, you should be in bed. But he showed up and dropped like, like 55 points or something like that. So it's like you have to decide which end of the spectrum you want to be on. Do you want to be like – the kind of person that's going to show up regardless of your situation and try and make something happen, or do you want to be like a, I don't even want to say it, but do you want to be a bitch and just kind of like <laughs> succumb to whatever you're dealing with, you know? It I think is. there's always a million excuses as to not to do something. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say, for me, I don't know. I've always looked at it as, as you said, like, am I injured or am I hurt? There's a difference, Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Like, if you're worried about, there is a point of, look, if I go all out, something could straight up tear off and that's like, that shit could be changing for the next few years. That's different. But then there is like, for me, it's uh, even for myself, it's not even like for sure. It shows character, you know, but also I just think like the older I get, the more I realize, um, when I look back, there are things that like windows of opportunity that came and went. And I wish I would have seized and not just powerlifting period. Okay. The older you get, the more you look back and be like, I fucking left that on the table and I wish I didn't. And when you're younger, there are times when I was in my early twenties and you just think there'll always be another opportunity. There'll always be another chance. So this will come around again. I'm so young. And it's not until you're older that you realize shit can come out of nowhere and change. For instance, you came real quick into the scene. Like, 2016, mm-hmm. we're all John Hack. We had no fucking idea Russell or he was around the corner. So anyone who was around then who thinks, well, John leaves, I'm the man. Well, you don't know where he's right around the corner and you mm-hmm. may never make another world team again because Russell's mm-hmm. going to fight. The next dude could be coming around the corner too. So it's like, make hay while the sun shines and almost act like this world could be my last. This, yeah, this world exactly. team could be my... You never know, right? So um, I just feel yeah. like the older I get, the more I look back, it's the more I see those things. I'm like, fuck, just take those opportunities because yeah, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, it's, funny, well, I, like, it's funny that you brought up that point about uh, you never know who's around the corner because like, I know you guys had that conversation like the, the GOAT debate yeah. for like, I guess like the, the A3s, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just like, man, it's, it's, it's too early to even like think in that realm because you don't know like... There, there might be an ex-football player in college right now that's like, oh, Russell used to play football too? I, I can do that too. And he just it's comes coming. in and all of a sudden just erases everything yeah. that I did. You know? So you, I think um, we were having this conversation. Like I, we, uh, Me and John and Joey and Sean, we talk all the time. And 
we I just came to the conclusion I'm just like there hasn't been a string of dominance yet to even like fathom who the the goat is like everyone's story is still being written you know we never know if one of us might just drop out and decide to I don't even know like become a, like a police officer or some, a police officer or something like that and just leave piloting uh, alone so who knows man I'd say like when you, we can start talking about that like when someone puts together probably like maybe like five seven ten years of just complete dominance yeah I think someone like someone like Jen Thompson you could call her the you could call her the goat because she's been doing it for. Ray, Long ass time. Ray Williams, like that's Ray, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like These um, stronger together. So. We bring it up, like you, like I could agree with that, but we'll bring it mm. up because this is what we do: is we debate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's what we, it's what we do, baby. It's what we do, baby. We, it, it can, you, you hear the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth from time to time. I am, if you heard the last podcast, but anyways, um. But yeah, it was a it was a good worlds. It was a competitive worlds. Um, some guys didn't show. Like I was I was a little intrigued to see if if um, the Kazakhstan lifter who won in 2017 Ulan, I think that's how you okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I was yeah, interested yeah. if he would have showed um, because I know like there, it became the focus became you and Brett for good reason. But Ulan and Brett is a rivalry now too, and it, like almost a bitter one. You know, like there's like tension. There, were you and Brett's sporting why, rivalry? I, why, why is why is there tension between him and uh, Brett? Uh, well, I don't want to say too much, but Ulan's. Do you know about his past? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So losing, losing to him. I mean, it's it's. I'm, I'm not saying nothing that isn't already out there public. He he's failed doping a doping test. He's been gone, mm. came back. Um, one, it's a tough, it's a tough thing sometimes. Uh, I mean, no, I'm just the type of way about that. He might be 100% clean right now. I don't know. And, um, you know, so I don't want to make accusations, but sometimes like, you know, it's, it's tough, tough pill to swallow. Yeah. So yeah. No, it, I, I definitely understand that. Yeah. So it was different. So then, um, you know, there's, so that wasn't there, but in this nominations coming into this world, it's Hubbard back again. Uh, and Ulan's back in the mix, and he's totaled 795. And um, mm. when he won the worlds of 795, that was 2017. So it's definitely mm. conceivable that he could be into the 800s as well, and right there with yeah. you guys. So it's mm. uh, it's kind of now not as much of a showdown two horse race. We got a field. It's deeper. It's it's mm. it's a little deeper. Um, walking into this world's. Do you feel it's a little different seeing how there's more guys in the mix like an Ulan? Like, because he's a world champ. Yeah, yeah. Does it feel uh, a little different? It's weird. This, like, last year, last, this this year is just, for me, it's, it's way different. Like, it's way, 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 way different. I have let go of, like, all of that. I don't care. Like, it's weird. I care about it, obviously, because I'm a competitor, but that's not my focus. I've, I've just been focused on being a machine. Like, I just want to wake up, train, eat, sleep, recover, repeat, rinse and repeat, just over and over again. Mm-hmm. And whatever version comes out on that, that's the version that's going to show up at Worlds. And I've, and like, tra- I, my body's been resp- responding well. So it's just like, who who shows up, shows up. Yeah. At the end of the day, I just know that I'm going to be the best version of myself whenever competition time comes. And obviously, I care about winning and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm just focused on just working, just working, 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 hungry, and, and not being satisfied with what I'm doing inside the gym and always striving for more, like, as I 
get closer and closer to worlds. It it's is. Like, um, I, I know what you mean because they say, like, I read a lot of like athletes' autobiographies and whatnot, and they say the easiest way to deal with any kind of sports pressure. And some of these dudes are like, you know, in those sports where millions of people watching is mm. focus on what you have control over. Everything else exactly. out of your control is going to create anxiety and, and you're going to do storytelling in your mind about these things that are outside yeah. of your control. You have no control over it. You'll storytell the worst possible scenarios and you have no idea if those are probable or even realistic. Like actually it was exactly. Brett. It was Brett who told me that um, also prepping for the Canadian nationals. He was like, um, I was like, what if this happens? And you know, I think I need this number. Cause if he brings that number and Brett's like, you're storytelling this guy having PRs and all this shit. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you're already prepping for the worst scenario. He's like, you don't know any of this. He's like, just yeah. do your thing. And when it comes to deads, see where you're at and load up your last dead where you need to load. Beyond that, yeah. hang in the pocket. He actually was yeah. saying, and I, he didn't specifically say what event or showdown, but he said he's been in competitions before where he focused too much on what the other guy was doing. What was he opening yeah. with? What was the second and third attempt? And too mm -hmm. busy trying to match and whatnot instead of just staying in his own lane. And yeah. um, you can pull yourself out of pocket and worry about yeah. shit like you can't control that. You know, whatever yeah. your best is, it is. And you know, yeah. you already know your best is world class. So as long as you mm -hmm. do your best, you got nothing to be ashamed of. You know? See, that's what. See, like that's what that's what I try to tell people. I'm just like. When you get to this level, like if you're too busy worrying about what the other person's doing, like it's just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna fuck you up. So, like this prep, I, I, I honestly, I'm super happy. Like this is like one of my, I'd say this is one of my best preps that I've had in a minute. This kind of reminds me of, like the prep that I had for 2017 Raw Nationals, where like that was like my first big meet, and I, I was like a robot. I did the same thing every single day for about like eight weeks, and I had like the best meet of my life. Like I felt like that meet. I, nothing could have gone wrong for me personally. Where that landed me, third place or first place, that prep I was happy about. The me I was happy about. The placing didn't matter. I was just more satisfied with like how I went about getting to where I got to. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like I finally come full circle after like two years. I'm like, this me, I'm just focused on literally just being a machine. Just rinse and repeat everything that I do on a daily basis. And it's finally just like I'm having fun, man. Like I'm having fun inside the gym. I'm doing like funny shit like it feels good it feels good it, I, it makes sense that it would come like a full circle almost because it's not so much that like like you forgot how to just relax have fun but it's more like mm -hmm. initially uh when the pressure isn't nearly as deep it's easy to be yeah. that guy like it's easy for yeah. it's easy for people who aren't in such a pressure cooker limelight showdowns and shit like that to be like well i just have fun and i well well, well no shit no no offense but Nobody's too worried about what mm. you're doing anyways. But then when you mm. become your situation where they're like showdowns, your Raw Nationals, showdown with Sean, um, mm. World, showdown with Brett Newlon and whatnot, all of a sudden when it's your first go-around with everybody involved with powerlifting talking about it, then it's like mm. you haven't experienced it before, so it impacts you differently. Mm. And you're like, oh, shit. Mm. Well, it's hard, I can't it's help hard enough. not to get caught up in it's, it, right? I can't help but not think yeah. about it. Yeah. And it's not, a bad, exactly. it's not a bad thing for people to care. It's not a bad, no. like, it would be shitty if, look, I've been around in powerlifting in 2007 when nobody gave a fuck about powerlifting. Yeah. Like, there was, like, three of us powerlifting, <laughs> and my friends did, my friends thought I was a bodybuilder when I told them I was a powerlifter. Like, it was, it was <laughs> shit. So, um, now that people actually watch it, people care, it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, it's just a matter of not getting caught up too much. 
Like discussions are good. Debates are good. Who's going to win is good. Talking about showdowns good for everybody else. But in yeah. your mind's eye, I think you got it right where you're like, I just got to focus on me and just let everybody yeah. do their thing. It's good. See, tune in. Tune see, in. There's, 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 as, there's that aspect to it. But when competition day comes, then Ooh. then you're allowed to be you're allowed to be like, like, all right, now I've done everything I needed yeah. to do. Now I'm like coming for you and I'm coming yeah, for you yeah. and I'm coming for you, for you. So that's when you can like, for me, like that's when I'm just like, I want to take this person's head. But yeah. in prep, I'm having fun. I'm literally just focused on trying to make sure that I become the best version of myself. Then when competition comes, I'm still kind of doing that. But at the same time, like I do know like this is this is a competition. Like there is a first place and there's a second place and there's a third place. But that's also why you have a coach. Like he's going to be worrying about that too. So like he doesn't put that on me. I just kind of do my thing. And he's like, all right, like I'm going to help you get to where you want to be. So do you, do you in terms of like that when you said competition day? Do you watch the other guy's numbers if he misses hits or whatnot? Or do you stay in your zone? It's just when you hit the platform, you're telling yourself to, you know, to get yourself riled to be like, fuck, like I need to hit this to fight these guys back. Like when you're at Raw Nationals, I remember like you're Raw Nationals, first off, you're 801 kilo total, breaking into the 800 kilos, which is a nice milestone. I think there's only mm-hmm. a few guys in IPF history who've done it, Hack, Gibbs, and yourself. If I'm not mistaken, Noriega as well now. Noriega now, but at the time it was just yeah. three of you guys, which is like Mount Rushmore shit. Um, mm-hmm. So you had like the deepest division we'd seen that you had to battle. Like the guys, you like mm-hmm. it was insane how deep it was. And I remember you making a post uh, when everyone was talking about, holy fuck, it feels like so many guys are coming at Russell for that number one spot. And your reply was, let them come. You know, <laughs> that, that club, that, that, and I thought that was a. A fucking gangster quote? That was a gangster yeah. quote? I was like, oh, I love that. Where you're like, let them, let, let them come. That's, you, it, it, was, it was written, but that's how I pictured you saying it. Yeah. No, I was just like, I, I literally was like, hey, man, let them come. Like, yeah. Let them come. It's here. And, but, uh, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that me was fun. It was in, really fun. In the competitions, so are you paying attention with their hitting and missing? Or are you telling us, is it more when you hit there, the platform, you're kind of like, it's me against them and I need this? Nah, I'm I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of watching. Like, I'm, oh, right, I'm okay. A little, because you have to be aware of the situation. Like, sometimes, for me, I have to be aware of, like, what's happening. I'm like, okay, I, so, like, when I missed my third squat, I could have I ended it that squat right there, that attempt. I could have ended the meet, I could have ended everyone talking. If I hit that squat, it, it would have been very hard to like try to catch me at that point. But I missed it, so I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the back room. I'm just like, damn, I lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, damn, I just lost this meat. But I wasn't. I, I didn't like. I didn't show it. I was dancing in the back, like in the warm up room. Everyone's kind of tight. Like I'm dancing like this, like warming up and stuff like that. And then bench came around, and uh, Sean Sean drank too much. So uh, Sean took in too much sodium. Took in too much sodium. And uh, he missed his like I think it's like second and third or something like that. And I'm in the back. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, I'm, back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm, I'm back. Like, I'm like, huh? You're, you're like the Undertaker springing up from the from the yeah. canvas. You're like, oh shit, I got a second win. I was like already thinking, I'm like, damn, like what I'm gonna say to my homies? Like, damn, I just lost this meet. And then he missed like a second. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, bet. I right, we're back in this thing. So then deadlift, I started to come more and more alive. And then. um yeah, Joey's like, hey man, on this, on this, uh, on the second, move it fast. Like you gotta move it fast so I can put something on the third. So all right, moved it fast, and the third came around, and then um, 
I smashed third, and then, like, Sean tried to overtake me with, like, a, a heavy uh, pull, I think, but it didn't work out. But I think, I think for most competitors, you're watching what the other competitors are doing because you need to know, to a certain extent, like, when they're vulnerable. Yeah. So, it's like, if, someone, if someone's vulnerable during a meet, then you can put your foot on their neck, in a sense. Yeah. Like, you can make it just, like, there's no way you're coming back from this. Like, you just missed your third squat. Now I'm ending it. Like, I'm yeah. not giving you a shot. If they need so, you, if they need you to miss and you stay in the pocket, you know you could stay, you know what your max capabilities are, bench, dead. Mm-hmm. So if they start falling behind and need you to miss, no no sense taking risks. Like let's PR. Well, maybe you don't need to PR. Now they're behind. Mm-hmm. They need you to fuck up. You don't even need to mm-hmm. PR, you just need to do what you know you could do. Flip exactly. side, if it's neck and neck and they haven't missed, you haven't missed, now you know you bet. Now you have to take chances. Like there's mm. there's gambling and then there's gambling for no sense of get like no Russell he, exactly. he he missed his last squat stay easy in the bench like just hit mm. three for three or is it Russell we need you to really fucking put your foot on the gas because you're behind all right like yeah. I, I I get you sometimes um, like some lifters are like let the coach tell me and some lifters mm. are like nah I think I'm gonna be a little more fired up if I see it myself like yeah I, I, I'm a visual I need to see it like you telling me. Like I, I don't trust certain people's perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're trying to like lie to me or just like maybe you just see things differently. Yeah. I need to see it for myself so I can process it, address like just kind of like paint the map out the situation, see like see what the moment is, and just like okay, this is. It, I mean, it's funny. It's just it's it's just powerlifting, but it's like all right. This is like when you, like this is like a sports moment. It's like okay. Maybe, like, you know, I'm, I'm talking basketball again, but, like, a basketball team is down 10, and, like, they start to make a slow run, and, like, now they're down 2, and now you smell blood in the water. So it's kind of yeah. like, all right, are you going to step up to the step up to the occasion, or are you going to fall? So it, I like moments like that. I like to identify moments like that and see what type of athlete I am. You do have to almost um, – it, it is all about perspective, like you just said. If you tell yourself, this could be a moment for me. This could be <clears> a moment, and you have the wherewithal and presence to be like – this could be one of these moments we all talk about in a couple of years. Like, oh shit, that was a battle. I pulled it through. Or some people, like some people, don't want to see. They don't want to know. They're just like load the bar, man. And I don't. I've been there, like both situations, right? Where I'm like, I don't know how bad it is or how good it is. Because <laughs> I, I, if you're far, if you're far ahead, have you ever been far ahead? In it's harder to jazz yourself up for the last pull. It's hard to, or is that yeah? yeah. So sometimes, no, if it's too good, it, it's like it, it's definitely. Uh, I would say, yeah, no, it's. I mean, like that's just that's just human nature, though. Yeah. Like if you you just tend to relax when you have a big lead, like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it like in in high pressure moments, anxiety or anxiety just like adrenaline rushes through your body, so naturally you just be more hyped to you know rise to the occasion. But I feel like you know when you when you when you have a big lead, it's just not. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like stress can be good. I like people don't yeah. understand. Like the word stress has a lot of negative connotations to it. It's not always yeah. negative. Anxiety is like ordinarily in your day to day life. When you feel anxiety, it's fucking, t- it's a terrible feeling, but anxiety yeah. in sports is not the worst thing to feel. Yeah. You know? It's I, it's funny. It's funny. Cause like when you talk to powerlifters, um, I think a lot of powerlifters, the way they start lifting, is like kind of like in their basement or like a way to kind of like gain confidence. Right. And as, like, an athlete, we, like, I've, I've, as a former athlete, 
you know, you've been in moments where, like, you get that weird feeling of, like, worry and doubt, but at the same time, it makes you perform better. Yeah. When you see powerlifters go through it, or certain powerlifters that haven't been through that moment, they, like, kind of shrink from it. It's like, no, 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 no. This is a good feeling. Like, you want to feel that this way. Don't it. run from it. It's not yeah. bad. Like, Embrace it. Um, it feels weird, but you, it's good. It will make you perform better. I, I'm a big UFC fan, and guys like George St. Pierre talk about how, um, like, anxiety, yeah terrible feeling he couldn't sleep for like two days before a big fight eating was tough but he said if you didn't have anxiety when you get in when you get in there in the moment anxiety actually makes you like ultra alert like when you're super anxious and someone makes a movement now you're like oh shit like you're yeah literally like now you're on point you're sprint, yeah. you see an opening you're moving so much quicker the adrenaline in you um mm. obviously you don't want to like overexert too much that's where you start getting to a point where with the only experience will bring you this, you feel the anxiety and you know how to use it in the right yeah. spots, in the right pockets. Don't exactly. jump it all out in squats and be dead by deads um, or any mm-hmm. sport. But you're like, this is here. It's going to come every fucking time. And again, St. Pierre is like 10-year veteran. And he's like, year one, I felt it. Year 10. They're like, oh, by the end, you no. By the end, I still had it every single time. The day, yeah. As a matter of fact, he said, the day I don't feel anxiety, I should stop fighting. That's what happened. That's what happened to me for uh, for uh, football. Oh, I, I used to I used to get anxiety for like or not not anxiety, just like I you know I feel anxious and and kind of like nervous before maybe like a scrimmage or just like certain practices and stuff like that. And like as I started getting to the end of my career, I was just like I I, I don't care. <laughs> like yeah. I don't care about this. I don't yeah. feel anything. And the, the moment you stop feeling something, that's when you know that you've truly kind of, like, fell out of love with whatever you were doing. Yeah. It's true, yeah. Right? And it's funny, it's funny, like, last, or, yeah, last Tuesday, I was super nervous for, like, my squat session. Because, like, it was it was supposed to be a hard day. Yeah. And I was, like, super nervous. Like, the day I was nervous, like, my heart was beating. I was sweating profusely, like, before I actually started lifting. And I was like, this is good. Like, I know this feeling. Like, this is, like, I feel good. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like most people will be like, oh, man, I'm so nervous. Like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, no, 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 this is good. I'm, I'm, I'm stimulated right now. So I, I knew it was going to be a good day. Isn't this weird how, like, what, I, I, some people may not get it, but that's, I, anyone who's listening, like, a lot of people know when you walk into the gym, you have that big single, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, the last two hours of work, I've been thinking <laughs> exactly. about this. and you're dwelling on it. And you're like, oh, you're, yeah. shit, you're, you're son. driving to you're, the gym. You're you driving? Your, you got your song <laughs> on. You're, 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 you got your fucking music queued up, your yep. pre-workouts yeah. in the system, like, whoo, whoo, and you get in there, and it's, um. You walk into the gym, everyone's trying to say hi to you, and you're just walking right past yeah, them. Yeah. Oh, oh, I miss, like, those. This is those like, are the hey, days. Not, not, not today, Jimmy. I'm not, yeah. not trying to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not having today. it. It was like, oh, Paul's got a big single today. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> like, it is. Um, that's when you're living, though. That's when you, like you said, that's when you care about something. You feel yeah. something and yeah. you feel some emotions. And um, yeah. it's tough because I, I feel like if you, you can't sustain it for like eight weeks straight, every single uh, no, no, You no, got to no, no. pick and choose your battles. And not only that. Now that you've been through what you've been through, could you do it, – it, it It always shocks me when some guys can do a local meet. Like Ashton Ruska, phenomenal lifter. He can do a local meet and break an unofficial world record at a local meet, getting himself up for it, where um, sometimes I picture, like, just not being able to get myself up for it. Like, a local meet – could you go to a local meet? Nobody's pushing you. Nobody's watching the live stream. There is no preview shows. Nobody gives yeah. a fuck except yourself. 
hit an, and, and, and smash like 830 kilo total and only, only people you post on but, you know, like it's hard. But you see, that's that's such a that's such an interesting conversation to me. Like some people can do it. You, you, when you when you think about it, like those don't even count, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, like like tech, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, it's not a, a real world record. Yeah, like yeah. yeah so it it's like so. There's a reason why it's not a real world record. Like there's no for me. Like it's kind of like it's 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 not established, but it isn't established. So it's like there's a reason as to why this isn't official because there this wasn't like a pressurized moment. This wasn't like this wasn't anything to like, you know, to really hang your hat on. You came here on on your own free will in like a, a environment that you're familiar with, a local meet. Like you know, you probably know the judges. You know, like you know everyone here. Yeah, and not you just came and, you, and you just performed. Like you had a good day inside of the gym. Like uh, that's what you did. I'm just <laughs> so like. I don't know how. Repeat that. Repeat that. Go to Sweden. Go to like. Go to some like weird country. Don't even understand the labels that you're reading. Like, no, do that in that moment with the pressurized moment with another person that can kind of do what you're doing. I think that's more, well, that's more uh, worth it. In my, well, in my, my opinion. Well, that's opinion. sports. Like in terms of, I mean, I've had these conversations before where, um, look at Michael Jones. <clears throat> Michael Jones, phenomenal. Le- LeBron James, <clears throat> whatever the shit, phenomenal. I don't want to <clears throat> see him just fucking shoot hoops. I need to see him yeah. against another team. Like I, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna sit yeah. there for three hours and watch mm-hmm. primetime Michael Jordan just shoot three free throws and dunk by himself. <laughs> he needs to go yeah. against somebody. That's what sports is. So, so there's there's regular season, there's postseason. Yeah, exactly. you need <laughs> like, competition. Otherwise, what are we talking about? It, it could be yeah. like any basketball game if it's not competitive. People are walking out last ten minutes. This is a landslide. They're fifty point lead. We're all leaving. Nobody gives a fuck. Like you know, that's not real sports. But it does. Yeah. Sh- it just amazes me that um, I, I. It'd be hard for me to picture like just someone can get themselves as you know hyped up mentally to be able to hit that with no hype leading into it, nobody watching, no nothing. When but at the same, yeah, okay, okay. Like, I, I, like yeah. how is that? Like I, unless because Ashton hasn't gone the worlds. Maybe if he goes to the worlds and experiences like like that high but, when you come back it won't feel the but same he's been, imbo- he's been involved in battles like massive battles yeah. at usa runettes which let's face it is just as competitive it's just, as- it's, just it's just interesting to me that some people I, some people operate mentally different i would find it very difficult um but to, his, his training's a lot different as well though like you're talking about somebody that hits a total basically every single time he goes into the gym yeah, no, nah, he's, 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 he's Ashton. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys talk to Ashton on a regular basis, but he's a he's an interesting uh, he's an interesting yeah. guy. So he's been on a couple times. If you took if you took every top five athlete from each class, right? They're gonna they're going to blow a local meet out of the water. Like they like that's that's nothing, you know. At that point, when you get to that point, I think like the bigger meets is the only thing that you have an eye on. Yeah. But at the same time, if if they wanted to, they could blow up a local meet. Oh yeah! Definitely. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, dude, you would rob some kid of every medal he had. He, you walk through <laughs> the door, and some poor kid's like, ah, oh, wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. But I, I will say, like, I just don't see the point. Like, you're, you spent that time. You spent that time getting ready for that meet when you could have just spent that time, long, like, in a longer off season, getting better. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Like he he can yeah he can smash that. On a regular basis, I'm interested in seeing him. Fucking be a shame if he, he's going to end up going to Worlds at some point. He's young as shit too, isn't he? Ashton's yeah, super young. I mean, he's, I mean, 
I think he's like 21, 22. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, he just he just did the collegiate uh, did he? championships this year. Yeah. 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 He'll end up going to Worlds. But uh but anyways, yeah. Not to make it all about like like we're gonna do a half hour on Ashton now. But <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk Smart. about his career. Smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's just interesting in terms of like mental motivation, some people can um just self motivate and some people some people can't lift by themselves. Some people prefer to lift by themselves. And I've been through both. Right now I'm going through this weird fucking, I don't know if I'm turning into a high school emo kid. I'm living by myself lately, <laughs> and this is what I like. Whereas previously, previously I liked having like the squad there, and we're all like high-fiving afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, spot me, man. I don't even need to spot yeah, you. Yeah. I just want your eyes yeah, exactly. on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you're like, what did I spot you for? Nah, I just want you to pay attention. That's what that was. And um, like, I've been there. And other times, like I'm going through this weird phase now where I'm like just training in, in the bunker in my basement. I'm like, this is this is where I'm more more comfortable. Maybe we all go through phases, but um have you felt that? Like where what would you prefer? I man, I'm I'm the energy guy. I love people inside of the gym. I need like I'm the type of guy like if, if the gym I go to isn't like packed enough, I I will debate going to a commercial gym and oh, working shit. out. Somebody needs to see this. Somebody needs to see this. And I've done it a couple of times, but it's like, so, like now it just wouldn't be feasible just because like the the, the the dynamics of like gym equipment there is just too much yeah. for me to do that. But I just love, I don't know if you, like sometimes on my Instagram story, I'll be like, yo guys, tomorrow I'm training at this time. Everyone, please come through. Let's, let's, let's get the gym like energized. All that. I do that a lot. So. Um, I love having people in the gym. It's weird. Like I like people having the gym, but I like to be isolated in my own little corner. But I like to see people working out, like you, and getting it, and it kind of motivates me to get it. You invite everybody to come out, and then when they see you, you're like, "Don't fuck with me. Yeah. Get, give me my space." Just the big time. People, people will show up there, and like they're like, you know, kind of like lifting, and I'm just like. I'm like, yeah, I know. I wanted you guys here, but like, I'm just trying to like you, work I'm out. You know? I would love, I would love you get everyone to show just the big time. I'm, come on, man, give me some space now. Talk to me afterwards. <laughs> no, no, you, no, you, no, you, no, you, no. Some guy comes no, talking to you, like, do what do you want? A fucking picture? Get out of here. What are you asking? What do you no, want? No, He's no, like, you no. told me to show up. I'll never do that. Um, do you? Do you do like do you like? Cause some people don't want spots because they're like they'll they'll get that nervousness and try a little harder. Or are you like, man, mm. fuck that? I'm taking spots whenever possible. Yeah, I've gotten to a point too. I used to be that guy. I'm like, no, I don't want people around me. Like, I don't want people like around the bar, or anything like that. But as as so, something clicked with me recently, I'm like, I could actually die doing this if this goes on. Like, this could <laughs> yeah, something that crazy. Happen, and like, this is just an abnormal amount of weight for a human being to carry. So like, if if something happened, it'd just be really bad. So if there's pallets around, like there's people that kind of know like how to spot and like how to you know, if something were to go wrong, they know how to take the weight off your body. Um, I'll, I'll call them over. There's like a good amount of pallets that go to my gym now. And I'll just be like, hey, just, you know, just two side spots. Just make sure I don't die. I always say that. I was like, just make sure I don't die. And Follow me. Good. That's on you. No pressure. But it's my life. Yeah. It's my life. <laughs> um, and, and, and talking about that, because you've been smashing some, everyone's seen some big weights get moved. Um, 700 fell. 710 fell. You pulled 720. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he pulled and he 720. Pulled, and then jumped to 765 because why take a, oh, shit, why yeah. take a pit stop in between? Dude, yeah. that was nuts. <laughs> and that, that shit moved. Like, talk about your dead moving now. Um, yeah, yeah. That shit moved. Is this like, 
not so not only the difference between last year's worlds and this year's worlds mentally you're kind of more just like look in tune with what you're doing it is what it is um but physically speaking you feel you you look a lot stronger like the weight physically is uh, it's night and day honestly like 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 i mentioned earlier on like on deadlift i don't remember a deadlift session that felt comfortable like I think my highest pull during my prep was like 625 or 635. And then we got like an RP of like legit nine. Okay. And I that, was the day, that was the day I like, <laughs> I sat on the bar and I was just like this for 30 minutes. I was just like this. I was like, damn, like it's coming to this. You, 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 so, you're like, you did me, the Thanos pose. You're like me. Just like, I was just like, damn. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm a bodybuilder. <laughs> you start talking like that. Yeah, I was like, damn, yeah, this politics shit really hurt. Like, yeah, I don't man. know. Like, I might switch back to body, but I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, this year is is, is absolutely ridiculous. I th- I think last year the heaviest in preparation for worlds, the heaviest the heaviest squat I hit leading into worlds was like, man, I want to say like six twenty five, six thirty five, or something like that. What last yeah. worlds? That was the heaviest you hit. Yeah, like. Going to IPF Worlds, I was going back through my phone and looking at the. I'm like, did I? Did I? What was I doing last year? Like this? Like what was I doing last year? So I went back to look. And I was like, I couldn't find anything above 625. I could be tripping. I don't what? know. Dude, but what, that, any, that's was, like a joke for you now. That's that's a <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I was just I was just, I was just doing the comparison like the other day, and I was I was like, man, like I hit 675 at a like a pretty good speed, and it, like on squat, I was like. I didn't think that was even possible last year. If you hit 625 as a top single now, you'd be like, what is life? I'm a bitch. Don't even talk to me. You'd be so upset with yourself. You'd be so upset. You'd be inconsolable. Um, yeah, because now you're hitting 7, 710. Do you think, like like, uh, with, like flying, traveling, weight cutting, whatever, uh, we, we understand it's a little different, but do you, what do you think is, is some possibilities? Yeah, I mean, numbers change. It's not like someone can hold it to you, but... No, I'm, I'm pretty realistic. Yeah, I'm pretty realistic when it comes to meets. Like, you can hit something in the gym, and that and that shit won't move in a meet, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to, I think that like the high six hundreds, close to sevens, is is a possibility. So like, six eighty to something, six eighty to something. Yeah. that's that's all I know. Like, I I would be shocked if you know that would be a struggle in a meet, but. Um, I'm pretty good at translating from what I, I'm pretty good at translating what I do in the gym onto the platform. Like there's many times where I hit a certain a certain amount of weight in training, and I know that I can hit 20 to 30 more pounds on the platform, and it usually happens. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that everything is pretty transferable from from the gym to the to the platform. So I think that squat is going to be relatively what I'm doing in the gym right now. Yeah. And would you would are you are you at all pacing it on like? Um kind of like we were talking about earlier on what other people are doing that day in terms of your top end. Are you thinking, Hey, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever my, th- my top lift is that day is my top lift. If someone's squatting more, I'm not, I'm not chasing nobody. Yeah, man. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to yeah. see on that day. I think that I left all of that to Joey. That's what yeah, I paid yeah. him for. Um, if, if we got to do, if we got to pull shit out of our ass during the meet, then that's what we're going to do. But if we, if we're able to cruise and we're able to still secure like the dub or something like that, we're gonna do that. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm gonna be aware too. I'm gonna be like, yo, I can push it more. I could, I could 
I can push a little bit more. I can add more. You'll have the conversation. So. And that's the thing about competition. Um, like some people, they dig deeper when they have to. When it's like, exactly. look it, you need this to get ahead. This is what we can load. You hit mm. this, you're in the lead. It'll be mm. like, throw it on. Now I'll be able to hit it. But without that scenario and the holy fuck, this is it. We're at Worlds. Everyone's watching. Without that, it wouldn't be throw it on and I'll hit it. You need that extra little sauce on there. So. But, but I'm also, I'm also, I like to, I like to say I'm pretty realistic on me day too. Like if I know I ain't got it, yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. like, Joe I'll be like, like yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that right now. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> having pulled that 765 and that shit actually moved. Um, yeah. Now when you're at Worlds, if I don't know, just myself, it wouldn't, I don't know what the fuck, if Joey came to you and said, here's what you need to pull for gold, almost. I'll, I'll, hey, hey man, all I'm going to say right now, whatever is on the bar yeah. for deadlift, on my third attempt, if we're going to do that, I'm not scared of it. That's yeah. how good I feel on deadlift. Okay. I'm not, like he can say whatever number he wants and I'll be like, oh, I, I, I think I can do that. Let's go. It's, like, I wouldn't be like, damn. If that's a situation, though, do you want to know what's on the bar, or do you just want to go out? Good question. No, I, no, I, no, I need to know what's on the bar. I need to do know you? what's on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has to tell me. So I already know that. I've, I've, it's funny that you guys are bringing this up. I've played this in my head already. Um, if something like that happened, he'll be like, yo, I put I put whatever, I put this, whatever's on the bar right now is what we need to win. I'll be like, how much is it? Something, something, something. All right, bet. I got it. Like, I'm at a point on Delif right now where I feel comfortable with whatever, whatever is on the bar, literally. It's, and that's where that 765 probably helped. Like, 765 yeah. is a fucking ridiculous pull. And um, yeah. that shit flew and came up. Like, that was close, man. Like, I, yeah. that was legit close. If it was for the world, it's the world gold medal. I don't, man. Set, I, set, set I, 50 I, I, also, I'll also say what? I'm not scared of 765 right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Like, yeah. I, I promise you, like, actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Which is insane to say, though, because just for reference, that's 20 kilos over the world record right now. Yeah, so this is, this is what I'm saying plus. where um, no matter what, at the very least, that bought you that confidence any given day if you're behind and they're like, this is what we need to pull. You know it's nothing's unrealistic necessarily uh, on with the yeah. proper motivation, right? It could, mm-hmm. be, it could be a fucking hell of a show. Like, I can't, yeah. like, I'm and, excited and to think about it. It's just, it's, what's cool is that this was the lift that, like, fucked me over last year. Like, I was so, I was, I've been, I've been so sad about deadlift for, like, the past year and a half, probably. And, like, for it to kind of, like, finally come back to where, like, now I'm, like, I'm, like, you can put whatever on the bar. And I'm just, like, uh, you know what? I'm not scared of that. Like, I, can, yeah. I think I can do that. So, what, what is it's, it's just, it's super excited. What is the lift you like to train the most? tough now isn't it when it's when it's no when it's on deadlift oh sure. yeah i'll like have, like have fun with deadlift but i i still like squat squat's still my main girl <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's that's the main deadlift is like that slutty side piece that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, squat, squats consistent all year yeah. round. You go yeah. home to that. Squats always consistent, always shows me love. But, you know, every yeah. now and then we like to step out with Deadlift. Squats going to clean the house. Squat, you take home yeah. with your parents. Deadlift is that dirty fucking mistress. You know, you, yeah. you're checking your phone when nobody's around. You're, on a, gonna, bus- you're on a business trip. She's going to send you pictures. And, and she only comes around. <laughs> she only comes around a few times. You got a little bit too experienced, hey, my hey, guy. Hey, like, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, <laughs> She only comes around a few times a year, but goddamn, when she comes around, right? When she comes around, you never start, that's all you need. You never start. That's all you need. Yeah, you'll, you'll think about it the next three months till you see her again. I, I guarantee you that. Anyway, moving right along. No, no experience whatsoever. No experience at all. I don't talk from experience. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like man, like when I when I like to hit. So I hit 700 last like couple days ago, and that was after the the squat volume that I had for the week. So I was just like. If I can hit this like at like in the middle of prep, man, at the speed at that speed with my body weight all the way down, then I'm yeah. like, okay, all right, like next couple of weeks we're gonna keep pushing it, and then my 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 deadlift tapers nicely. So I was just like, that's that's where the confidence comes from. Like when you're prepared, I think you're allowed to be confident. Like yeah. you're just like, yeah. hey man, I did everything I needed to do. Yeah, I feel good about this lift. So it's it's a beautiful yeah. thing when like everyone's had those preps, like you said, the last worlds where you're like. Oh, this shit wasn't moving like it was supposed to. And you know that feeling. You're going in there like, well, let's hope for the best. And then there's that prep where you're like, oh, shit. Everything is on point. You're like, now I feel good. Like, whatever happens. I know what you mean where it alleviates pressure because you're like, look, if if, if so-and-so wins, hats off, man, but I'm going to have a good meet. Like, I'm not worried. about. I'm going to push some some shit. Um, The thing with squat, comparing squat and deadlift, there's also something about the squat where, like, walking out with 700 on your back, if you're walking that out and the feeling of that on top of your torso, pushing your frame <laughs> to the ground, it's fucking almost rattling. It's like a... Yeah, no, it is. Squat is a weird... Whereas deadlift... I don't know. I Which more do you get more fired up for? Deadlift, you could pace. It's off the ground. There's no... Yeah. Feet, you just put it back down. You, you could go no, crazy. No, it's, it's, you could do 765 it's, and fuck it. You put you put 765 back. Fuck it. But with squat, yeah. 710 on your back, that bad shit can you could get pinned no, under no, that. There, there's a yeah, there's a there's a fear, there's a fear factor that comes in with squat for sure. That's why I said like now I have spotters with me. Yeah. Like I used to be the person that had no spotters, but there's like like I, I don't know what flip uh what switch got flipped, but literally like I just realized I'm like, bro, this is a lot of weight that like <laughs> if something goes wrong. I could be fucked for life or yeah. die. So I'm yeah. just like, I remember the first time I put 700 pounds or seven plates in training. I was like, I walked it out and like, I don't know what it was. It didn't, it didn't feel like undoable. Like it didn't feel like it wasn't doable, but it was just like, man, like this could really fuck me up it's, if I don't get this right. It's weird when you walk out new weight, that, and that's what's different than deads. It's what's different than, like, mm-hmm. even bench because it's a liftoff. When you walk out new weight and you know it's the first time, you're like, yeah. you're, you're analyzing the fuck out of it, first off. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, whoo, that feels heavy. And you're mm-hmm. like, every step, you feel it on you and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Like, you are never more aware you're about to hit a PR. Whereas deadlift, yeah. you don't feel it until you start pulling 
and it's not yeah. on top of you, so it's it's just different. Yeah. It's just hard to there's always a there's always an out to it. You just let go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and no one gives a fuck. If, if, yeah. if shit gets if shit gets, if shit hits the it's, fan, just let go, man. It's an easy out. And, and and no one gives a fuck. Like there's something about also in the gym. I don't care if I put a dead back down. But if I bail a fucking squat in the rack and hit oh. the pins and, and you have to fucking ninja roll out of there and oh. everybody's like, Whoa. it's embarrassing. Like, it's, that's way you know worse. Is I'm less terrified of failing a squat than I am of undead. Really? Yeah. Because I can just put it's, down. You just put it down. It's I don't know. I think it's just the position that dead puts you in and the fact that I've probably because I've injured myself deadlifting comparatively yeah, to yeah, squats. Yeah. But I mean, oh, there's, okay, always okay. That, there's always that weird feeling of if, if you, I grind to try to grind this out or whatever. If you get it, have you ever had, have you ever had any fuck ups on squat? Like where like maybe like you didn't load a side and you just like. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. I've I've gone to pins of squats. Everybody don't mind failing squats. Everybody's had at some point when you squat down that feeling of like, you, you're gonna bail and that jolt of anxiety that hits you right before. It's almost like when a car cra- a car's about to hit you in a car crash. That jolt of yeah. Holy fuck! This is a yeah. this, this isn't gonna happen, and you're like, oh shit! It's a yeah. terrible, and I've never felt that with deads. I've missed. I, everyone's missed deads. I just put it down. It, like it's, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's like, like I think I'm the only person that gets. But you got injured, yeah. and you you were for real injured. So now you're a little gun shy. That happens. But yeah, when it comes to squats, when you're about when you're fighting and you realize that shit ain't coming back up, that bolt of anxiety hits. That never happens for any other lift for me. Even bench, I, I know it's that. Like, like, like deadlift is like a fear of missing. Squat is like a fear of like losing my life. Yeah, yeah so my, it's scary. Oh. And it's going to be a show. Man, 700 comes down. The whole gym is like, oh, shit. What was that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, I, see, okay. that? It's not, that I, it's not that I like attention, but I use that to my advantage. Because then, like, when people are watching, you're like, damn, I can't miss this shit. Yeah, now. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. And that's another thing where, okay, pulling a dead, because I could just put it back down, I'm not as worried. I'm not as – that fight or flight, like we were talking about earlier. But with the squat – yeah, that fight or flight is like, hey man, I yeah. just miss it. I fucking like make now, a show for everybody. That's like it's, yeah. it's a show. Yeah. The, I guess the other thing that also comes into play is you squat primarily in a combo rack, right? So you don't have, yeah, yeah you don't have safeties there. Well, if you have, you're failing. You're it's a fucking you're failing. Yeah, you take yeah. you're taking people out with yeah. you. You take <laughs> you and two dudes got to lose their lives. You're either bailing yeah. it backwards and hoping to God it doesn't crush you. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole nother. Um, did you get a chance? Have you been paying attention? Uh, paying attention to like the other nominations for the other weight classes? Are you going to be watching any of that when you're in Sweden? Or mm, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I might watch the 93s. Uh, obviously, 74 is with Taylor. Yeah. Um, the 84 for women's. What else? Oh, is it the uh, man? What's the what's the, what's other seventy four? Sixty six with uh, Apoko and um, Sergey yeah. Gladkick, Mister Perfect. Yeah, yeah, gotta gotta watch my boy. Gotta watch my he, boy against Sergey, and that's pretty much it, man. Pretty much see, it. See, we had Charles on here um, last week. His podcast dropped like a few days ago. He's mm-hmm. talking about so Gladkick. I don't know if you, you knew about his background. Gladkick won two back-to-back world championships, didn't miss a single lift. I don't even think he got a single white. And this is at the Worlds. Like, getting pressed at the Worlds. So, commentating, I dubbed him Mr. Perfect because he never missed uh-huh. a fucking lift. And he was hitting world records, taking world titles, 
And then um, when Charles and him went head-to-head in, in Calgary, Glackick on his third squat missed his third, and that's when everyone was like, oh, shit. I was watching it. It, was, was it, be, it became like, it became like um, oh, what's like it? It became, yeah, like, oh, Mr. Mr. Perfect missed the lift. And then after yeah. that, Charles moved ahead, and Glackick missed every third attempt after that, and that was it. Yeah, and, and then he I took was the it. Yeah, it was big, man. We, it was a big, yeah. moment, like a sports moment, and we're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Um, so the rematch is coming up. Since then, Sergey uh, at six six kilo got a seven hundred kilo total. First guy we know that has done that in the IPF. So um, it's going to be a hell of a rematch. Like that one, I'm interested in, and uh, Taylor and Kajel from Norway in 2017. Kajel beat Taylor for the world title. 2018, mm-hmm. Taylor took it. Kajel wasn't there. Now we gotta set the record straight. Is 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 Kajel in the same realm right now? Oh, yeah. oh, he's, oh yeah. he's good. He's good. Like like Taylor. Okay. Taylor's has a bigger total, but uh-huh. they're close, man. It's like we're talking 10, 15 kilo any given day. Like they're they're. Yeah, I mean, but also, yeah, I mean, I when I watch Taylor compete, I'm like, man, he's just cruising. Man. He's, he's a beast. Just, he's a beast. He doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to press. So I wanted. It would be cool to see him. Press a yeah. little bit, yeah. Like yeah. that's that's and that's kind what we want. Yeah. And Kajel yeah. himself, um, like man, he's 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 moved up to eighty three and took like the deadlift record and like and he's only five feet tall. Like the guy is built to power. Oh man, I know this guy. Man, yeah, he, he, up on Instagram. I know you're talking about. He's like yeah. a he's like a tree stump. He's a tree stump, <laughs> right? He is built to lift weights. He's built to power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and like he, he's like a little bit of an older cat, right? Um, like I think in the same. Not, not, 30s, not, I think 30s. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, there yeah, we go, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like 24, yeah. so everyone yeah. like, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 he seems young, <laughs> seems like a kid, no, but, uh, but yeah, he's been around for a long, he's been doing it, he's an OG, he's been doing it for like 10 years, he's been doing okay, it I know, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about, he, he, yeah, he was going, he was fluctuating from like 74 to 83, so yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. this guy's 83? Yeah. And then, okay, got you, got, him, you, got, you, got you, So him and Taylor, like, Taylor will, will be the favorite, but like uh-huh. he'll, they'll push and 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 he's they have a history where he beat taylor for the world title taylor came back like better never and kajel himself like it's it's you need you know you need these sports rivalries otherwise mm. if taylor's gonna show up and just kick the shit out of everybody nowhere near mm. as good to watch we got a battle um 93 kilo boys are like stacked we had that mm. episode where we had like like one through five is crazy deep 105s not as deep not this as year. deep as this year bryce yeah. is gone the uh mm-hmm. versus Becky's gone. Yeah. Uh one twenties, we're missing we're missing a couple people again. You know, like the US champ, yeah. Matt Somner's gone, uh Dennis Cornelius oh. gone. But and then the heavyweights, uh Luke Richardson's gone. And that fucking sucks. That sucks. I was I, I was yeah, able I, to see Luke, but Ray's I, Um I I'm gonna let him say it because I messaged okay. him. He hasn't announced yet. He'll be all right and he'll be back, but he, he he's not oh, okay. he's not in there. He hasn't posted anything, and I don't know the full details, so I'll let him say it anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, gotcha, gotcha. But Ray is uh Ray's probably like I was I'm hoping Ray gets pushed because like mm-hmm. when Ray gets pushed, like like you know like when you get uh, th- my biggest thing with Ray is like how the fuck does he go out there and keep doing it when he's never pushed? Like how does he find that yeah. motivation? You know to keep that yeah. thing moving? Because for I, him, I guess for him it's just constantly. Pushing the boundaries of what the human body can do. Yeah. Like, yeah. like last year I squatted a thousand. This year I was squatted one. I mean, eleven hundred. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like shit, man. It's just, <laughs> I don't know if after a while it'd be like, I guess this year eleven fifty. Like it'd be like after yeah. a while if he's just like, 
all right, man, I think we've said what we have to say. Or if he could just keep doing it. Like, I, you know, it's it's weird. Uh, I guess for him, I guess for him, you just become obsessive with beating, like, the old version of yourself. Yeah. Like, when there's no one else, like, you just have to be, you just have, yeah, you just have to be obsessed with, like, history and, like, just beating the old version of yourself, it's, like, last year. So it's got to be, like, could you, I don't know. if you were in that situation, could you keep pushing year after year after year if you were far and away always winning? Like, would that be tough for you? Like, six years in a row. Yeah. It, it would be, it would be like, I can't even think about something happening like that. So yeah. it, it would be hard because like, you're just constantly like, you're just like, I just have to be old me. And then after a while, I feel like I'll get bored. You'd look for different challenges. Like yeah. eventually you're going to want to do something else. Cause you're like, I've done it. Like no one's coming for me. So why not try my hand at something else? Yeah. A little bit harder. Yeah. It'd be yeah. tough for me. Like we're going to have Ray. Um, he's coming on the podcast and um, that's one of the questions. Like after he won in Calgary, um, you know, I go up, I interview some people, and that's like first question off the top of my head is like, how do you stay motivated to keep showing up? Like not, you know, you hear about athletes taking a couple days off here and there, and be like, oh, that's mm. crazy. But you can almost see if you just always win, and you're like, mm. you know, uh, half of the when you push in trainings because you're you you're like when you think about who you have to face, you're like, oh fuck, I better be ready. Like I better be mm. ready. Or if you're yeah. like, if you're always winning, even on your worst day, you could win on openers or seconds. Yeah. You know, you're not like, do I have to I, I can't. Second? I can't even imagine that. That's dynamic. crazy. Like I said, like the only thing I can imagine him like having to do is just become obsessed with beating the, the what you did last time. Like, yeah. And that'd be yeah. tough, but yeah, he must love it. I, these are some of the questions I want to ask him. But, um. <laughs> But yeah, so is there any, uh, and, and I think with the women's, 72 kilos is going to be amazing. Kimberly yeah. Walford's returning. 57 kilos is going to be tight. Like, there's some good women's matches. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about 57. I like, I like watching the 57s compete. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's going to be, I mean, I think Sam Calhoun, 63, will probably take the title for U.S. Like, there's some good matchups. So, uh, like, are, are you, what time are you coming in? And what time, are you sticking around, like, for a little bit in Sweden? Man, it's going to be, honestly, next month is going to be ridiculous. So, I, I leave, it's it's like a long-ass flight from, from the U.S., so uh, I leave on the 9th, I get there like at the, on the 10th, probably like maybe at the start of the afternoon, maybe I think like 11, I have to check again, and then I, I looked at my flight, and I don't think it's correct, it might be, I don't know, but, so I compete, and then I like go to the airport, but I don't think that, I hope that's not right, I'm gonna go and call them tomorrow, but you better, hey, we got the wrong date. We got the wrong day. So, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, I'll see. But, yeah. So, I'm in and out, man. I'm going to be there. So, I'm going to be there probably like two or three days prior. And then it's looking like I'm leaving the day of the meet. <laughs> you push like, that. You got to push that, man. Because even like, even if they make uh-huh. you stick around for drug testing the whole nine, you know, you can't be like, hey, I got I to gotta bounce. I'm out. Yeah, so, and so, I'm going to have to call and like and get it moved back but it's funny because i'm not even coming home after i leave i have to go to california because my sister's graduated from college so i have to be at the ceremony and all that stuff so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy you got plenty of time to like you obviously switch the flight push it back a day or something do you drink dev i ask you do you drink do i drink i drink but not like not not enough to make note of it like i i celebrate probably like four to uh four to five times a year you're gonna drink after do you will you drink after the world championships do you think uh, yeah, I'm going out. I, get back, when I, get back, like, hey, I, I will say if 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 I if I get if I get first place, 
I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blacking out. <laughs> if, if, if you get second or third, you probably still drink. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, no. I, I, well, I'll drink. I'll drink, but I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna be like destroy your hotel room. He's, he's not drinking for you, celebrating. You, he's gonna forget that place. Right. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just being my head like this is drinking. Drinking. Nah, and like I. I'll celebrate, but not with the level of celebration I would if I got first. Yeah. Oh, I man, it's got to be a crazy feeling to be like the fucking champion of the world first title. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I already know. Like if that if that ever happened, I wouldn't know how to act. Like I, I'll come back, and I'm not the type of person that goes out or celebrates or any of that stuff. Like all my friends know if I'm if they're hitting me to go out, there has to be a reason. So I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit all the chats. And be like, yo. What's coming back? What's <laughs> like, coming back? What's good? Let's get a section. Yeah, let's get some let's bottles. Let's do bro. this. They're like, oh, so, you're, you're coming out now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the vibe I'm on. But for the most part, no, I don't I don't casually drink. Um, if I'm like hanging out with friends, I don't drink anything like that. But if I'm going out, which is like four to five times a year, I'll I'll get drunk. Yeah. See, I um. <laughs> You said forty-five. I think you said forty-five times a year. Yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, forty-five right. times. My man, that's my man. That's okay. That's there we go. Now we're talking. Specific. Yeah. I like it. That was probably me a couple of my years. That's like, forty-five. Probably, probably still me, but. But um, yeah, I feel like because uh, it impacts you too when you drink. Like when you oh. like your nervous system. You wake up the next day. You're not pushing shit. You're not doing too much. Yeah, yeah. You're Going through the exactly. motions and whatnot. But your drinking tolerance is also low as shit. When you get drunk, it yeah. is a sloppy. It's a, it's it's not yeah. a good show. Most people don't drink that. Come on here, I notice. But uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like the, the demographic of Palestinians like they're not drinkers. Like they're very to themselves, and you know yeah. they don't. By the new age Palestinians, at least they don't they don't really drink like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, they're yeah. more they're more like uh, cognizant of, of what they're putting in their bodies too. Back in the day, yeah. Whatever the shit. Whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Like last night, last night I got invited to go drink out. I was just like. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, it, this close well, to worlds, chill. too. I've had that where, like, yeah. you have a competition two weeks out, and you're like, nah, man, I can't go. They're like, why? Who get, why? So because I'm yeah. competing in two weeks. They're like, yeah. yeah. Some people don't get it. I'm like, no. Yeah, that's like, bro, it's idea. two weeks. I'm like, but then I'm going to be sleeping all day tomorrow, and Monday may or may not be kind of fucked because yeah. I was drunk on Saturday. Yeah. It impacts yeah. your nervous system, too. It's, like, proven. It's not just, like, mentally, whatever. Yeah. Your nervous system gets impacted. I always say that alcohol, alcohol is just... Just poison, man. Like you're just it is in your body, yeah. literally. And if you're not, if you're not celebrating, if you're just drinking it, just drink it. I mean, I think I don't know. Like if, if you're if you're training all the time and you're just drinking, just drinking, and like you get drunk on a consistent basis, you I'm just, like you're not no. you're not maximizing everything you have out of training. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Listen, we had you on for over an hour. Appreciate you coming on. Um, is there yeah. any? Uh, let everybody know how they can first off follow you. Are you doing online coaching? Nah, I stopped, I stopped doing like Nah, I'll, I'll do online coaching. Okay. I have programs for people, but yeah. Sure. Okay, let people know how they could reach you, and if you have any sponsors uh, you want to give a shout-out to. Nah, my sponsors ain't getting no love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm playing. Uh, you guys can follow me at Russell on all my social media platforms. That's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, sponsors, junk brands, Alphalete, VPN supplements, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sounds good, man. So I'll see you in Sweden. Uh, good luck, stay healthy, and I'll see you there, my man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say what's up to you for like 
like for real in person. Yeah. I saw you last time, but it was kind of like in a weird moment. I was just like, yeah, I don't know, like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so. beforehand, I don't want to talk. Like I know people are getting mentally prepped and whatnot, and then afterwards, I mean, shit, yeah, you you bounce quick. You don't stick around too yeah, no, long. I was, so, yeah. No, I was, well, no. The thing was that they they ran me over to the thing because oh. like, I was in the back. I was in the back room and like. I guess people had come to watch, and, like, there's a lot of people, like, you know, taking pictures or whatever. So, literally, as soon as I finished that, I ran over to go take my pee test. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not playing. That, we just went to a restaurant immediately after. So, I was, like, out of the venue instantly. Yeah, It, never, it usually doesn't happen like that. I, I stick around usually. For this. Yeah. See if you're checking, if you're uh, leaving your flight, like, right away. Well, you know yeah, I'll be there. I did, I did I'll be there, too. Yeah, you, you'll be right to the airport right after you're done. Uh, luggage yeah, is, no, 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 your luggage is right by the platform. But uh, but anyways, I'll see you in Sweden, my man. And, uh, yeah, we'll say what's up this time. All right, man, for sure. See you, buddy. Good luck. All right, Pete. All righty.